Good morning, Game Changer. What's up, guys? Daily Devo here. Dave, Daily Devo here. Daily David Devo. Villa here with the Daily Devo. I changed my name. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Devo What's here. With your you get one Villa. chance to make a first impression. Don't you love it? Government, we got to change the lower third now to Daily Devo instead of David Villa. <laughs> you get one chance to make a first impression, and you know what? I just got to knock it out of the park every single time, right? Just, you know, that first impression. Good morning, Kevin Campbell. Eddie Brown, what's up, gentlemen? Hey, I'm sure uh, others are going to be coming on here as uh, we get going on Facebook. If you don't mind, share it. Uh, let your followers know that we love Jesus, and we're going to be talking about power in the process this morning. Power in the process. I'm going to get you guys involved in the conversation. As always, we will pop it up on the screen uh, if you do want to call in, no, yes, I did not throw. Yeah, if you want to call in, I said that. Then I said, you know what? I saw Mike look at Ezra, and it's like, oh no. no, no, no I, I was trying to figure out what he was doing. He was tweaking one of the cameras. All right, so the number will come up. If you guys want to weigh in, man, we'd love to hear your voice. Um, if you have something to say, you're like, Dave, I don't want to be on a podcast. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't like to be heard. I, you know, I'm more kind of behind the scenes. I'm, I'm a, I'm a keyboard warrior. That's fine too. We need you. Um, but we w would love to hear your voice as well, and so we can have some uh, some dialogue together, maybe in real time. So if you'd like to call in, um, we'll put the number on the screen in just a couple minutes, and then let me know when someone's on. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go over this morning the process. Don't we all love the process? Nope. I mean, come on, don't don't. I mean, come on. Let's just let's just face it. We love the process, right, Sam? Don't you love the process, man? I mean, like, listen, we love the process so much. Let's just use America for a second. We love the process so much in America that you know we went from farming our own stuff to like warehousing it to putting to building grocery stores to that's not fast enough, right? To you know um, making building uh, CVS Walgreens, you know, what do you, what do you call those like midsize, you know, drug stores to that's not fast enough to convenience stores. And you know what? I'm so wanting it right now, but I don't want to stop watching Netflix. We're going to have, you know what? Instacart, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Instacart. So that way I could sit here and watch my Netflix and then have my groceries delivered, have someone else shop for me. And so I, I, I want to just point out, we love process. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> we hate process. However, you know, have you ever, have you ever tried to short, I was just talking to, you know, um, in this fast and so forth, you know, we change the way we eat and everything. I'm just eating oatmeal this morning, um, which I love. And <laughs> I mean, there's just not a lot to like about oatmeal. You know what I mean? It's like, um, when you can't put like stuff in it. Right. So I'm eating oatmeal and I'm sitting there, I was talking to my general manager that's here and he and I were talking. I was like, yeah, you know, da, 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 da. We're just talking about literally like you, you talk about things you know, in hopes that you could make them taste better and dress them up. You're like, you know, yeah, you ever had this in your oatmeal? And you know, like, we looked at each other at one point and was like, it's still oatmeal, man. You know, <laughs> it's still oatmeal. You know, no matter what we put in there, unless you're going to drop some country fried steak in there. You know. <laughs> Can't be dropping blueberries and brown sugar. Yeah. Mm. So he was talking about that. And I brought up that, you know, cream of wheat. My grandmother used to make cream of wheat, which is another kind of like oatmeal, I guess, but another grain. And, you know, I said one time I bought, this and this goes along with what we're talking about here and you'll get it in a second but one time i bought um some cream of wheat and i was like you know i remember when my grandmother made it i want to make it and i started making it and it tasted horrible she had a way and it took her in something that was supposedly a, you know a pretty fast dish to make she had a way of making it take longer and and took a long time but then when you ate it man it was just good she put things in it and she just took her time with some love so we don't like process but have you ever had something that was meant to be gone through a process that you rushed and it just wasn't the same, you know, something that was meant to 
marinate that you didn't let marinate that you pulled off the fire before it was cooked you know what i'm saying that you took and microwaved it because you you wanted it now and you don't want to wait but yet when you got it you were disappointed of the results because because you took it you took it out of you took the process out of it and so I want to talk about power in the process this morning. And, you know, there, and look, I said this a few weeks ago when I was on uh, Chelsea, uh, who is listening sometimes. Um, she's also the uh, host of Servant Leader Podcast, had me on a m- month or two ago. And I remember <clears throat> saying something that I've said before, but I remember we talked about it and it came out on that show. And she's like, well, I never heard that before, but I'll say it again. Success doesn't go on sale, you know, and, and it's not, it will never be shortchanged. It doesn't, the, the prices don't fall. You know what I mean? It's not something you could get at the discount line. We were talking about labels yesterday and we were talking about, you know, what labels man puts on you. But here's the reality. We label success and we try to put success on discount. We try to, we try to label success, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, instant, you know, or, 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 you know, um, uh, you know, um, uh, faster, you know, um, I, I, now, you know, we start to put these things on it, but really here's the deal. There's process. And, and you go, David, I want you to give me some word. I want you to talk to me about why can't God's instantaneous in some ways he can do it right now. I mean, he, he spoke, you know, to nothing. And he said, you know, let there be stars and let there be moon. And, you know, he hung them and Davy, you know, God can instantaneously open the blinded eyes. And yes, he can. There's instantaneous miracles. There's reasons for that. But I'm talking about your destiny and where God wants you and where you're headed in the, in the impact on lives that you're going to make. So if you're going to make impacts on lives where people are say, not give you the glory, right? But they'll see and recognize the God in you. They'll go, you know what? I, wow, man, you know, it's such, such an amazing thing to happen. And if you're going to see that impact in lives, then I'm going to tell you that there's a, that's the reason the process is necessary because there's a lot of baking. There's a lot of ingredients. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of working things out. Right. And so, um, you know, let's look at Jesus for a second. You know, in Luke, the um, you can pull this up, Mike. Pull it up in like, uh, pull it up in the message, and then pull it up next to it, maybe like in, in New Living Translation. Because if the message doesn't, I want to. I know the New Living Translation, but I also want to have more of a modern translation as well. Maybe we can kind of refer to. So we're going to talk about Luke the fourth chapter when Jesus. So you guys know the story, right? I mean, listen, this is the Son of God, folks. All right, so this is God wrapped up in flesh, right? This is the Son of God. We're not talking about. I mean, He knew His destiny. He He left heaven, right, and came to earth. So this is this is Jesus, and Jesus, you know, I mean, came for a reason and a purpose. Now here's the thing. He had a wait. Now can you imagine? Like God proved process. Listen to this. I want you to get this. He proved process so much so. That when he sent Jesus. Now, you got to understand something that there's God, and I don't want to get theological here, but just really quick, there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There's, there's, the, there's the trilogy. So, is God three in one? So it's three persons, but it's, it's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Here's the thing. So I'm going to give you one scripture really quick where it talks about that no man knows the day or the other, not even the day or the hour that Jesus will return, not even the son, meaning the father is the only one that knows it. So it's like if you can see Jesus, he doesn't even know exactly when he's going to return. God knows the time. And, he, and I believe that, you know, that, that, that just like that. So Jesus, hey, you're going to go to earth and you're going to save human race, right? You're going to die for them. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, listen, Jesus ready to go do it. God puts him in the process by birthing him as a baby. Think about this. He had to wait 30 years before he could start his public ministry. Knowing I have all this power that God's given me, this destiny on the inside of me, 
So going back to the process, God put Jesus in the form of a baby and he had to grow up. I mean, he had to grow up in puberty. He had to crap his pants, man. I mean, like you get it like a baby, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and literally go through life to get to the, through the process to get to the place where he can be used. But let's just fast forward to uh, Luke, the fourth chapter. If you know the story, he, he comes, you know, Jesus, uh, um, is getting baptized. This is when John the Baptist is going to baptize him. So he baptizes him at the end of the third chapter in the first verse of the, um, that's the uh, New Living, that's the message, right? This is the message, yeah. Okay, so let me just see here real quick. I'll read it. Uh, so when he came out. All right. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, this this will work. So message Bible, it takes it take a little longer, but I want you to look at the first verse. First verse, I want to get this. Now Jesus, all right? So who are we talking about? We're talking about Jesus, right? So really quick, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to follow anybody's example, would, would you guys agree that Jesus would be a good example to follow on process? Absolutely. Right? Okay. Let's let's just this this isn't one of us. This is Jesus. Now Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So now we're talking about a Jesus that is full of the Holy Spirit. He's on fire for himself. <laughs> you, know, you, you ever seen like hey, I'm on fire for Jesus? Well, he was on fire for himself. You get what I'm saying? Like Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. He was on fire for himself. He was ready to go. He was full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan, left the river. Okay. I'm ready for me. Finally, I can enter my ministry. Man, I had to go through adolescence. Man, I had that bully messing with me in, 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 you know, in, in uh, school. You know, I had, man, I had that, that, you know, that, re- that rejection to happen in, you know, in, in, in my teens. Man, I had this going on, right? All of this stuff. All of this stuff, man, I've heard these, these guys, you know, just really mess up this for so long and I've wanted to intervene, but now it's time. I'm coming out of the river, right? Full of the Holy Spirit, ready. And was led. What does led mean? What's Take, led mean? It's like taking somebody by the hand and taking them somewhere. I was led by the Spirit. So the whole so God the Father made Jesus a baby. Jesus grew up, process, almost time, son, almost time. Almost time. No, you can do it. You can make it. Then God, the Holy Spirit, leads him into the wilderness for 40 days. We're on a fast right now, right? 40 days where he was tested by the devil. He ate nothing during these days. And when the time was up, he was hungry. Okay? So look, so the devil, you guys know this story. I'm going to fast forward. So I want you to remember a couple things here. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and led into the wilderness, full of the Holy Spirit. I want you to keep, I'm keep saying that because that's the important part. So you, you guys know what happened. Devil tempted him with food. Jesus said it's written. Devil tempted him with, hey, climb up to the top of this mountain, look down. All of that can be yours. Hey, it is written. Hey, hey, Jesus, take that stone, you know, turn it to bread. It is written. Hey, Jesus, you know, why don't you just jump off? You know, God said the angels will carry you. Hey, it is written. So after all of that, 40 days, right? Listen, for the double tested him. So Jesus said it's written. That completed the testing. The devil retreated temporarily, lining wait for another opportunity. Ready? Here's the next verse. 14th verse. Jesus returned in to Galilee, powerful in the spirit. So I want you to go, go back to, I want you to, now we're going to highlight those two areas. So Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, was led into the wilderness. He returned powerful in the spirit. Pull it up in the NLT real quick. Or, or one of those versions, just so I can read those two things. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned, was led to the Spirit in the wilderness. Is that the NLT right there? Yep. Okay. Then, then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. So what I'm saying is the 40 days was necessary. So he was full of the Holy Spirit. He had gone through his entire 30-year life. He, was, he knew his destiny, 
and God put them put him in a process on purpose. How many know that you go through process on purpose? But in the middle of that process, <clears throat> 40 days, not that Jesus could see it. He's getting bombarded by the enemy. He's oh, he's he's getting tempted. If he weren't tempted, then it wouldn't be temptation. He was tempted. He thought about turning the stone into bread. I'm hungry. He thought about, well, you know what? I do have the the valid right to this as a king of kings and lord of lords. I could take this right now. I'm, I'm tempted. He was tempted to probably give up and throw himself off. So all these temptations came. He withstood the temptations, led in, full of the Holy Spirit, returned in the power. Come on, man. You pick up power in the wilderness. You pick up power in the process. You pick up power the power for what? The power to overcome what you're about to face. The power to walk through and impact lives like you're going to impact. The power of your testimony will set people free. So I'm going to tell you there's power in the process. There's power in the process. And you know, it was necessary for Jesus to walk through that process. Another reason it was necessary is that you and I today could look at this and say, you know what? There's purpose in my process. So not only is there power in your process, there's purpose in your process because the enemy knew his place the enemy found his place so the first thing the enemy did was go I'm going to test Jesus I'm going to test him right I'm going to listen I'm going to I'm going to test him you know um there's a scripture I'm going to pull up I was doing a devotion this morning it's I'm going to see the ver the version here really quick it's the story that we all know about but it ties into what I'm talking about Mike pull up um let's see here uh Pull up, I hope you guys are bearing with me a little bit here. Um, pull up 1 Samuel 17. Leave it in the NLT, 1 Samuel 17, 51. <laughs> I had to look under my glasses. <laughs> hey, you guys can comment if you want to, man. Hopefully we're, we're not boring you this morning, man. I, I, uh, if you, if I, we're not boring you, just give me some hearts. Give me some likes. Do something. Show me you're there. <laughs> Show me you're there. Amen. You said 1751? Uh, that'll work right there. Yeah, yeah no, 17, like the, right before that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like, Hold just pull it, read the full chapter, like, right down below it. See below it? The link down below. Oops. Now, if you go back. Go Working back. on it, sorry. Nope. You know, click the link below. Yeah, full chapter. Up, right there. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you on Spotify you here, and man. Apple and Google, I apologize that you cannot see what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, or Facebook. You just see my face going, no, no. You don't, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, scroll down here, so. All right, so we're going to go to close to the 51st verse. So, all right, boom, 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 all right, stop. All right, so check this out. So um, go back up. <laughs> uh, this is something I want to tell you. Go back up, go back up, go back up, go back up. You're going to get this. You're going to like it. You're going to support the weight. Stop. All right. So there's David, right? You know the story. This is David and Goliath, and I'm, and I'm talking about the giants, right, that we might face in the process. Um. In the 24th verse, you can look this up yourself, but it's 1 Samuel 17, 24. It's, this is when David was anointed king already, right? And we talked a little bit about this. Uh, we talk about it a lot, but we talk about that, you know, David anointed king and then, you know, went right back out of the shepherd field. And so here he is tending the sheep and his dad's like, hey, go visit your brothers. Um, you know, give, them, give, give their manager some cheese. That's what it literally says. They had like a cheese, cheese plate. That's a charcuterie board. The first charcuterie board was right there. <laughs> he did, man. <laughs> if you read it, he said, he told him, he said, hey, go scroll up a little bit. Yeah, I, you guys don't believe me. Just real slow, slow, Mike. So there you go. Hold on. Scroll, 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 scroll. Jesse. And he had, uh, so it said that Je he sent, um, 
He said, Jesse, take this basket of roasted grain, these 10 loaves of bread, and carry them quickly and give these 10 cuts of cheese to the captain. So he had a charcuterie board, man. Come on now. <laughs> Scroll back down to the 24th. So he goes there and he goes to give the charcuterie board to his brothers and the captain of the army, right? <laughs> I don't think you understand. I have a huge. I love charcuterie un, boards, brother. I, I have a unnatural disdain for the word charcuterie. I I'm going to tell you right now. Right now, I word. would eat the I would eat the the wood block <laughs> that the charcuterie board is on. All right, so let's just not talk about that anymore because I'm because getting a little hangry. All right, so <laughs> I promise you guys we're going somewhere. It's power in the process. The process of enduring this podcast has a purpose and will bring power. <laughs> from the Lord. All right, come on. So the 24th, there's a purpose here. So we're talking, we talked about Jesus in the wilderness. We talked about how, you know, there's purpose and power in the process. And we showed you that, but you know, in the wilderness, there's also a giant. There's also, there's also giants that you have to confront. There's also, there's things that the enemy in Jesus wilderness, the devil himself, think about this. The moment Jesus was stepped out of the river, which was the qualification, he reached his point, Sam, where it's like, God said, okay, it's time. Right? Because right before that, he came out of the river before he was led in the wilderness. That's when the Holy Spirit spoke and said, This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. He affirmed him, he stamped him. But then he went into the wilderness led by the same Holy Spirit. This is my son who I'm well pleased. Now, come on, let's go, into, let's go through some process. This is my daughter who I'm well pleased with. Come on, let's go through some process. You're not going to like it, but it's a process. It's for, it's, a, it's for your purpose, and there's power there. So, in there, the enemy came right out and said, Okay, I'm going to try him. Right now, I'm going to try him. And Jesus overcome, overcame it, and it said the enemy retreated for a season because the enemy at that point began to know his place. He began to go, okay, this is the real deal, right? Jesus is the real deal. So in the 24th verse in 1 Samuel 17, check this out, all right? So David goes to bring the charcuterie board to, his, to the army and to his brothers, right? And they're eating it, the cheese and the, you know, and the loaves. And then here's the deal. He hears Goliath. But listen to what it says. I read this this morning. Read, I've heard this story since I was old enough to hear, okay? David and Goliath, you know, with the little felt boards and the, you know, as soon, listen, it says that David left the sheep with another shepherd, set out early in the morning. He went to deliver the battlefields and with the shouts and cries. Soon the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army to army. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Goth, came out, from the ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. Here it is in the 21st verse. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they begin to run away in fright. Have you seen this giant? Question mark. The men ask. Listen to what he said. Listen to what they say. He comes out each day to defy Israel. Every day. Come on, man. I got this this morning. It hit it, hit it so hard. Every day the enemy shows up to challenge you. Every day he comes and tries again. Every day through the process. Every day he brings his voice out. He comes out each day to defy Israel. In his time, listen, what David represented, it's not a person. He's a person in the scripture, but what he represents is the time frame where you stand up to the enemy and say, enough's enough. Where you, where you defeat the giant and silence the giant once and for all. The, any of these men could have done it theoretically if they had the relationship with God and they've gone through the process. But David had been going through process. You understand, he had been going through process with God. He had been fasting. Some of you are fasting. He had been praying. He'd been believing. He'd been in his word. He had been, he's been, he's been a battled against. He's, he's come through some things. He's got some testimony. And now 
the, the enemy that come out every day, David heard this. And if you scroll down just slightly, scroll down to like 30th verse, 31st, right in that area. So he's talking Saul, hey, let me fight him, let me fight him. You know, and then Saul, you know, Saul's telling David, here, put my armor on, basically do it my way, do it this way. And David, because he had spent time with God in the process, David said, no, I'm not qualified for this. So he went and did what he does. And he said, I'm gonna get some stones and a sling, but then scroll down here. Listen to what he says to the enemy. And if now it makes sense because he heard the enemy that came out every day say what he said. So then, the, then when he came to Goliath, he walked towards David with his shield bearer. He sneered in contempt because right, he was a boy and so forth and so on. And then David said, you come to me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of, of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied today. The Lord will conquer you and will kill you. Cut off your head. You notice he didn't say, I will. Today the Lord will. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds. The whole world will know that there's a God in Israel and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with a sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle and he will give you to us. And my point in all of this is there's power and there's purpose and there's a plan in the process. There's power in the process. There's purpose in the process and there's a plan in the process. And that plan, we don't understand. David thought he was going to take a charcuterie board to his brothers. In reality, he walks into his destiny. He walks into the moment where God says, now. He walks into the baptism moment. He comes out of the Jordan River, theoretically. He comes out of the process, in a sense. And now it's time to step into his destiny. All right, so I've talked a lot. (laughs) What do you guys think? There, you're you're 100 right. It's something. It's like an old adage. Um, you know, if you pray for patience, you know, do you think God's just going to make you a patient person? No, you go through a process to learn that patience. I prayed for patience, and I, I you know, I have a kid now. I have a two year old that doesn't understand the word no. <laughs> no <I thought> <laughs> but that, that that's just how it goes. Like you know, I can't just you know pray, God, I want to you know lose weight, mm-hmm. and just sit there and you know go about my normal daily routine and you know. All of a sudden, you know, the weight just falls off me. You got to go through a process. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing in every, as you, another old adage, new levels, new devils. And you talked about it, you know, the moment you're baptized, like, you know, some of the hardest times is when you have your biggest breakthrough because then that's when the enemy is going to attack you the most. Mm -hmm. The moment you feel the the strongest, the enemy doesn't go after your weaknesses. He goes after your strengths. When you feel the strongest, that's when he's going to come after you. And you're right. And there's power in that process, but that, that process hardens you. Um, I was watching a video yesterday talking about, um, you know, swords being made and how the process and every time I can't remember the word and it's, I'm drawing a blank on it. Forged as it's forged. The more you forge that iron on a sword, the more you sit there, beat it, heat it up, cool it, beat it, heat it up, cool it. And you keep going through that process, the stronger it gets. And that's, that to me is what you're talking about. That process is, is constantly making you stronger. It may seem like you're fighting an uphill battle, but you're not. You're just going through that process. You're learning what you need to learn. You're getting the things that you need to make you better and to move you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> that's awesome. That's good stuff. Anyone else? When you guys have anything to say, what do you think, Sam? You good? <laughs> Sam's, like, yeah. Sam's just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll have a mic. <laughs> yeah, and, and Elisa said, uh, I don't pray for uh, anymore for patience. <clears throat> you know, and, and I, uh, <clears throat> I, you know, I say, I'll say this, patience, uh, 
is a fruit of the spirit. So it's not, you know, I don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to pay for the fruit of the spirit, pray for the fruit of the spirit, just walk in the spirit and the fruit comes. I mean, I think there's already patience in the process. Right. I mean, so why pay, pray for more when, you know, that's the one thing that if you don't pray for, you still get right. (laughs) You know, like if you don't pray for patience, you get it anyway. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it, you have to deal with it anyway. It's not like you, you know, it's, that's, that's the, um, that's like praying for oatmeal. You know, like when I'm off this fast, I'm not going to pray for oatmeal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh man, I want some oatmeal. I'll be like, no, I, you know, no more oatmeal. Oatmeal had his, you never know. oatmeal had his place. <laughs> the process may change you. You may love oatmeal yeah, after okay. 21 days. <laughs> yeah, may, yeah, that may happen, not happen. So, I mean, I love, I like oatmeal. Just, there's no place for it all the time. You know I mean? There's just no place for it. I agree. <clears throat> I can so, definitely agree with that. I mean, this, that yeah. used to be my morning meal way back when, but I can't. I, I mean, can't this isn't the Waltons and Little House on the Prairie when they, you know, <laughs> they ate that stuff for like I guess you know. <laughs> this is, come on, man. Has yeah. you got anything? Uh, I think my biggest thing is just making sure that um, you recognize whether or not you are following the process correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's easy to say like, "Oh, I'm doing the process." Well. If it's not working for you consistently, not, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning or whatever, but if you've put your time in and you think that you're doing the process right. the way that you think it is mm-hmm. and it's not working for you, take the time to adjust. Take the time to look and do your research. You know, you may not be doing something that's technically right in the process. There might right. be some adjustments you need to make even further besides what's just laid out, and they might apply to you differently than somebody else. Mm-hmm. So the process works differently for everybody. So whatever your process is, just make sure that you're <coughs> getting the most accurate and the most um, applicable information that's going to apply to you and your process rather than what your neighbor or someone else that you're getting your information from. Mm. That's good. So, yeah, and I think that you can, um, and at the same time, it kind of reminded me that you can, you know, you can, um, there's, there's times when we pause in the process because, you know, we, 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 we pause instead of, and, and we could have been out of it faster. We could have been through it faster, but because we, we pause or we, you know, don't make the right decisions then we kind of go back and circle through the process again. I mean, you know, for instance, I can tell you in many, many a process that I have, um, circled around the same mountain, you know, multiple times inside of a process and, you know, it becomes weary if you're, if you're not careful, the process is designed. I think there's a, there's a time on it, you know, and uh, it's interesting that, um, you know, in the beginning when it said that Jesus was led in the wilderness for 40 days, it, it told you, you know, us, at least in the beginning, you know, what, how long he was going to be in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, he's going to be in here for 40 days. What I'm about to tell you happened over a span of 40 days. So I'm just saying that maybe he didn't know that then, but, you know, we, <clears throat> the process does have a time limit and a purpose, is a purpose, and, and that purpose is fulfilled. I think that, you know, then there's a time when you come out of the process and you begin to party. <laughs> you begin to, you know, you begin to be used, so to speak. And, <clears throat> and so, you know, I, uh, I just want to encourage you, you know, as we, as we go through this, you know, um, as we end today, that, you know, f- don't, don't, <clears throat> don't curse the process, you know, don't, don't wish it away. You know, I mean, if God, if, you know, if you're on this, if you're, if, if you're in the middle of a process and it seems like it's never going to end, you know, and, and you feel like that you've made adjustments and you're on the right track and you're really living for the Lord and things are right. You're being obedient. I mean, there's all many kind of things that we have to do inside of there. God doesn't expect perfection, but he does expect certain things that we need to do to make, to, you know, and so, let's say that, let's say you've worked those things out. And now you're on, you know, the path, so to speak, and you feel it, but there's still this process and it does, it's uncomfortable. I'm going to encourage you not to remove yourself off the burner. You know what I mean? Let it marinate. 
you know, let it, let it perfect itself. It's a recipe that God is, is, is making for the world. Right. And it's, and it is, it, and it is good, you know? And I think that a lot of times we, you know, we just don't want to realize that, but where you're headed, you know I mean? Where you're headed and what you're, people don't understand sometimes they, they want the shortcut. And when I say success is not shortchanged or it doesn't go on sale, I'm not talking about a worldly uh, form of success. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not talking about some, some self-help guru junk. I'm talking about the things of the Lord. And when you, you know, I can look back and say, you know, yeah, I've gone through some things and it's been really uncomfortable. And a lot of these things I, I added to and brought on myself in the middle of it. Right. And, and, but all of it worked together as Romans eight twenty eight for the good of them, me, you, they're called according to God's purpose. And so I want to just encourage you to not pull yourself out of the process, right? Don't curse the process. Look at the process for what it is, because if you have a big vision and God has a big destiny for you, if there's, if there's things that you're going to do that are going to impact the world, people don't understand. They're asked questions like, Hey, how'd you get to this place? Or what are you doing? And that's the question everybody asks. They, Hey, can you mentor me? Or can you sit down? Can you, can you talk? And I love to sit down with you. You know, and, and there's a, there's a whole conversation before I ever would agree to do that with anybody. I'm sitting down with people and I'm going to discuss, I want to I want to see where they're at because I mean, how serious are you? It's like, I don't want to waste my time or yours. You know, because the reality is you got to understand that there's some uncomfortable things that we have to walk through if you plan on doing anything big for the Lord. And why wouldn't you? Jesus did. Again, you look at the life of Jesus. And, um, you know, and so, you know, I just want to encourage you that, you know, you're going to make it through this process and there's a purpose for it and God's going to give you power. And you're going to be able to look back and say, you know something, I, I have this power in my life, you know, and then I have this authority over the enemy in this particular area because of what I walked through. I can look this now and I can relate to someone. And you know, if the enemy, if you go and pray with someone, and I'm just being in one practical level, you know, that's, that's, that's going through something that you made it through. And the enemy retreated because you worked through the process. You got victory in it. And he retreated. Okay, the Jesus that just showed up inside of them, that worked this out of them, wow, they're, they're strong in this area. Now, all of a sudden, you go and you agree with this person in this area. The devil knows who you are. The enemy goes, oh, that's Sam. Sam, Sam got victory in this area. So he's praying this prayer with this person that's going through the same thing with faith and the enemy and there's power there. You get what I'm saying? There's power there. You made it through it. You know it. And now you can agree with someone. And that's just one small example in many ways, but don't curse the process. I was going to say, don't let progress also cause you to pause when you're in the process. Mm. This morning was my first weigh in since I started, since I started all this and I can't, I cannot allow myself, even though I'm, I've nearly shattered one of my first goals in the first month. I can't allow myself to take, take a step back. I got to keep going. You cannot allow progress to cause you to pause. You have to make it to the end of the process. Mm. Amen. But, uh, while I got the time song of the day felt, felt very fitting to go with, uh, (laughs) another in the fire from Hillsong. I know I've been using a lot of newer stuff, but talking about the process, always remember that when you are being forged, when you're in that process, um, who were the the three brothers Shadrach, Shadrach Meshach, Meshach and Abednego. Abednego? There was another in the fire with them. Mm. They were cast out, and everybody thought they were dead. And they're like, "Wait, there's a fourth <clears> person <throat> in there. We only threw in three. Mm-hmm. There's another always with you." Mm. So it's good stuff. Yeah, Whew. I feel like these these lights. I don't know what it is. <laughs> man. I feel like I'm in the fire right now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mount a fan for you. I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know. It's like I'm hot. gonna mount just like a mini desk fan for you. 
It's like hotter than Satan's butt crack over here. It's it's a combination of the TVs behind you and the lights. Don't you guys love that? We, we're just raw with you. Boom, Eddie said. There are two things we have to learn and develop in to step into our purpose. It's a training ground, and we have to trust the process. Faith. Uh, someone else commented just a minute ago. Scroll well, up Lisa had two big comments. I see that David, not me, but King David, was going through his life being obedient, following the Lord, honoring his father, even after the things that led that it had happened and how his father kind of discredited him. And even after the things that were spoken over him, he remained humble, obedient, and kept on. That's why he was ready to defeat Goliath. That's why he was ready to be used. Amen. 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 All right, guys. So wonderful day. It's Tuesday. What are we going to do today? We're going to kill it, right? We're going to kill it today in the name of Jesus. Father, blessed today. See you tomorrow.